to bring the church world and the art world closer together. My name is Matt Anderson, and I am so glad you can join us for our last episode of the year. And whatever platform on which you are listening to this podcast would appreciate a five-star rating and review. As I just mentioned, here we are at the end of 2020. So let's review. No, let's... uh, (laughs) Come to think of it, let's not. Um, we feel like it's in our faces every day. All the wild stuff of this year. To, to even try to encapsulate this. Um, I have had worse years, and that's been, you know, I've experienced personal loss in, in certain times. But outside of that, this is probably the strangest year of my life. I'm sure a number of you would probably agree, and I don't care what restrictions are in place. I have a feeling that New Year's Eve parties are going to be off the charts this week. This is also a time when people start making resolutions. Um, I'm not really a resolution guy anymore. I, I was at one time. I can think of two successful resolutions that I have uh, completed in my life. One was, and they were both in the 90s, I think. Uh, One, I had resolved that I would stop biting my nails. I just had this awful habit of doing that from childhood, and uh, I was actually successful at that. And then the other one was, I was uh, definitely, I was a big pop drinker, soft drink guy, and um, I had resolved that I was going to switch to diet uh, diet pop instead. And I was successful at that, uh, for a while. And, um, I ended up switching off of that for actually other reasons that were more physical in nature, but those are the only two I can remember that I was legit successful with in my life. So I, I don't really do the flat out, you know, list of resolutions, uh, each year. Uh, because it usually, you know, by mid-January, it's over. And then it just leads to this weird self-imposed shame that doesn't belong. But what I want to do is I wanted to give kind of a New Year pep talk uh, for all of us as we're looking now at 2021. And I know a lot of us are really magically hoping that it's better than 2020, but there are no guarantees. So if there's one thing we have hopefully learned this year is how we handle things that are out of our control. And pretty much this whole year, from COVID to uh, riots in the streets, political unrest, strange election pre and post, so many things have happened out of our control that I think it maybe should cause us to look at, all right, I'm not going to... I'm not going to obsess over what I cannot control because that can, that can really drive you up a wall. And I think rather than getting a, uh, a list of resolutions for a year, uh, I, I think it's good just to talk to the Lord. The Lord is not bound by our calendar. He is obviously 
uh, above time itself and the creator of it. But since, you know, he's he obviously knows that this is how we mark uh, an important time and landmark in our life, I think it's good just to say, wow, Lord, just is there a sense, is there a general direction that maybe you have for me this coming year? And it may be very specific, uh, may just be a word. Uh, you, you may not necessarily know what that is until a little bit into the year as things start to play out a little bit. But um, I think that's always healthy. And just just to say, Lord, over the next 12 months, what should I be looking for? What what would be something for me to um, to, to long and strive for in my life? And sometimes there are very obvious things. That's why we make resolutions, because there are certain behaviors that we want to change. You know, we want to, like I said before, we want to stop on the soft drinks, or we want to work out, or financially, we want to invest more, or we want to put more in savings, or, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, but I'm I'm talking about getting a general overview that only the Lord has over our life and just say, okay, God, what do you think? Just for me, just take job out of it, even take family out of it. I know that sounds kind of rash, but there is something God has for you specifically as an individual. And so I'll kind of bring you into my world for a second as, as I've been exploring the next year and uh, actually was thinking about the tone of the podcast for 2021. Um, and again, don't please don't feel like you have to have my thing. I'm just being open here. The phrase back to basics has really uh, been strong on my mind and heart. Because, you know, things get all complicated and elaborate. And um, sometimes I, I, I just, I need to come back to simplicity. And when I think about the last year, and how wild everything has been. I want to come back to those things that are unbreakable, those foundational things that don't move, those especially God things that are meant to be eternal and not so temporal. And so the phrase back to basics is uh, really preeminent in my mind right now and coming back to the basics of living with Jesus because, you know, I, I don't know if you're like me. I'm very informed on things politically, and I've, I've, I've tried very hard to not get emotionally attached in these things. It's very difficult to avoid that. But then when it's kind of over, I just want to detach. So, I mean, like escape pod out of a spaceship kind of thing. I want to get so far away from any sort of unhealthy emotional attachment that I can devote myself fully to the Lord. So that's what I'm talking about here. So if there are things that you want to change about you personally, and maybe there are behaviors, maybe there are like repentance issues, or um, maybe you've not been tithing and you know that's that's been a burden on your heart and you want to you wanna do that, but you know how difficult that might be for you, whatever it is. I would just pray and ask the Lord about one thing, because here's the, the mistake we make is once, at least I do, once I start making a list, it's a list. I never can just do one thing. I list 10, 12, 15. Oh, oh yes. And now in this area of my life and, 
None of those things happen. I honestly choose one. Ask the Lord, Lord, what's what's the most um, important uh, monumental thing in my life that needs to change this year? What do I need to stop doing, or what do I need to start doing? And and because honestly, with our mind and our heart, just changing one thing permanently will take pretty much all of our energy as it is. But here's the thing. Let me just let me just dovetail this very quickly. Don't do this yourself. Because everything good that happens comes from the Lord. We didn't get saved on our own. We don't grow in Christ on our own. And this is a common mistake that we make as Christians. I, I want to read Galatians chapter 3. These are the first four verses. Paul is writing to kind of a region here, which is Galatia. And there were some, some Christians who were being told by other people, no, 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 you have to do all these other things too to be saved, which we call legalism. Uh, and so they were kind of fallen for it. And Paul is writing a bit of a harsh letter here. And he says, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has cast an evil spell on you? For the meaning of Jesus Christ's death was made as clear to you as if you had seen a picture of his death on the cross. Let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses? Of course not. You received the Spirit because you believed the message you believed, the message you heard about Christ. How foolish can you be? After starting your new lives in the Spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human efforts? Have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it was not in vain, was it? And right here, this is the whole problem with resolutions, because it's all about my willpower. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to change. And we try to become more like Christ through human effort. We didn't receive Christ that way. We didn't get saved that way. We weren't forgiven that way. And we are not sanctified and made holy that way. So whatever it is, that, that one thing that you believe God is, is speaking to you about the most, make that your devotion and say, in 2021, this is the year that I have victory in this area, Lord, with all of your power and your name and your authority behind me. Lord, help me not to do this myself. And so if in mid-January you stumble and bumble, you don't give up because there are important factors here at play. And you come back and you're like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm plugging into your power in my life. It's not me trying to do this myself. And this is the formula that God wishes personally in our life. If you want to see something change to a great degree in your life, plug into the power source of the Holy Spirit and just watch what he can do in your life. Help me out here. Can you remember the last time your family did what you wanted to do? So where are we going for lunch? I say the steakhouse. 
I want McDonald's. I want McDonald's. Looks like the family has spoken. I thought I would spend the next 20 years unwrapping my food. But that's when I discovered Dominion Family Voting. Dominion is the maker of uh, those voting machines that got used in half the country. And I got my hands on one to use for our family decisions. Now when we do a family vote, we do it official. That way, no one can complain with the results. And when I gained access to the special functions, uh, well, let's just say uh, democracy rules. Okay, I have the voting results for the family vacation. Disney World? Nashville? The beach? Nope. We'll be touring Cabela's stores all across the Midwest. What? Huh? Are you kidding me? I need to see the vote count. Hey, sweetie, don't argue with science. This vote sounds fishy to me. Okay, hon. Thanks for sharing your conspiracy theories. It's time to take back control from those who don't know best. Get Dominion Family voting today. Hey, if it's good enough for a South American dictator, it's good enough for you. about the one thing personally that the Lord can lead us in in 2021 for change, whether again, that's ending something or starting something. But I want to speak to you creatively now and to find out what would the Lord's plans be for you in 2021. Now, again, we rarely know what the Lord is up to. Uh, let me correct that. We never know what the Lord is up to. But as you and I live this creative life, you know, there, there are times, I don't know about you, I have a list. I have a list of projects in my head that I want to get to, books that I want to write, those kinds of things. And usually the Lord will bring one to the surface. And he did a couple of years ago for me. And uh, it's, a, it's a novel that he wants me to write. And I have just been huffing and puffing and delaying and procrastinating uh, doing this project. And I think starting this podcast this year gave me a wonderful, convenient <laughs> excuse to set that aside and be like, oh, I've got to get this podcast going. Well, yeah, I still have a podcast to do. That's not going to change. So now I've got to find a way to get this novel really going. Um, and for me, I, I don't know. I don't know what causes you to delay a project. Maybe it's just the size of it. You know how much it's going to take. Maybe you know that it's going to take a lot of research. It's going to take a lot of uh, front end kind of stuff before you can get started. It's going to take a lot of supplies. It's going to take some extra funding. I don't know what it is, but that can psych us out so quickly. And 
and we can just lay it to the side and, and just grab for easy stuff. But again, if the Lord is in it, if you and I are walking this out with him, he is going to bring something to the surface that says, this is, this is next. Now for me, my delay in creating this novel is the emotional place I'm going to have to go to make it happen. And frankly, I don't want to go there. Um, my closest friends know this because I asked them to pray about it. Uh, but I, I know the depths I'm going to have to go emotionally to do this story as I see it right now. And it scares me. And so rather than get in there and deal with it and, and, and say, Lord, help me, prepare me emotionally, you know, really just um, become strengthened by him to get this done, I look at the cost personally and I just shy away from it. Maybe you have something like that too. There's, there's been something, and maybe you've been putting it off for a few years. Maybe there's a, a mural you've been wanting to do. You, you know, you're very comfortable in a small size of watercolor or painting, and you're like, that's great. But you know there's something grander that the Lord wants you to do. And rather than researching it and finding out and, and figuring it out, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just stay in my lane. Or whatever it is, maybe there's something you've been wanting to put on the stage that's going to be, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. And you just go, I don't, I don't have the space in my heart and my mind to do this. But my friend of God is saying so. This is a Peter getting out of the boat situation. This is me deciding I'm not going to be the other 11. This is me saying, Lord, is that you? And he says, yeah, it's me. But the only way I can get to him is by getting out of the boat. Which means I have to do things I've never done before, or, or I, have to, I have to do something very difficult that I'm not sure I can do. And I get started, and then the wind and the waves come at me, and I panic, and I sink. And I... The Lord saves me. I get back in the boat. I'm like, okay, that was fun. Well, that lasted. I'm just going to put that over here. I'm, all I'm asking is search out the Lord. Submit your creative plans to the Lord. Because you may, you may have, you know, a hanging curveball. I'll use a little baseball um, lingo here that you can just smack out of the park. And you can do it in your sleep. But maybe the Lord is saying, um, we need to take it up a notch. He's calling you out. He's telling you to get out of the safe zone. You know, when you think about Peter in the boat, I mean, who was more comfortable in a boat than Peter? He had spent almost his entire life as a fisherman. I mean, he had been on the open water <laughs> since he was a child. But here he was doing something in a, in a familiar setting that was very different. So here we go creatively. Maybe God... It's the same arena, but it's a very different thing that he's asked you to do. Will you trust him? Will I trust him? I'm asking that to myself. Take time to dream this week, knowing what the Lord is capable of. Again, if it's us doing it, back to the Galatians, if it's us doing it, it ain't going to happen. You're, you're going to be stuck where I am. And what the Lord has really been moving on my heart here at the end of the year is 
um, Matt, the uh, the novel that's still that's still the main attraction. We're 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 still doing it. And no matter how much I try to avoid him with other things, it is still there. But if it is Jesus, it will happen. And remember that the thing God is calling you to do will most likely have the greatest opposition. There's a reason why we resist these kinds of things. Because we know that the enemy won't just sit off to the side and let us uh, explore these new things. We know there's going to be opposition. And a lot of it will just come from ourselves, but our spiritual enemy will also throw his two cents into the mix to try to talk us out of it. I want you to find out this week, Lord, is, is this the thing? Is this the get out of the boat? creative project you have for me. And if so, if it's you calling me, I just want to, I want to step out. I, I don't know where the money's going to come from. I don't know where the time, I don't know where the space, I don't know where the supplies, I don't know where my ability, where any of it is going to come from. But because it's you, Lord, but because it's you, we'll do it together. And then on a practical level, once you know what that is, calendar it. Put stuff on your calendar. It doesn't have to be done this coming year. Don't feel that unnecessary pressure. It may be or may not be, but just be intentional in moving forward and progressing in this project. Put it, put stuff on the calendar every week or two or every three weeks, something like that. So you have, you've kind of bound yourself a little bit with some deadlines. And uh, because I love to say we're all just so sanctified that we'll just naturally leap out of bed ready to to create. Uh, We know that's not true. So whatever you have to do to yourself to keep yourself accountable, bring somebody else into it. Bring in a good friend or your spouse or somebody just to say, hey, here's what I'm doing. I need your help. Keep me on task. Ask me how I'm doing with this. And I'll be truthful with you if I'm not doing well. Whatever it takes. Here's why this is so important, because I want you to realize what is possible when you join hands with the one who created the universe. Boy, we, we creative people can be such loners. It's, it's us facing the blank screen or the blank canvas or the blank stage or the full roll of film. And, and it's just us facing it. And now what are we going to do? It doesn't have to be just you. Make Jesus your creative partner this year and just wait and see what he can make through you. Well, we appreciate you being a part of the Madcast. Our theme music is by Sound of Fusion. We hope to see you again soon. This has been a production of Monumental Ministries. For more information about our books and resources, go to mattministry.com. Hey, thanks for having me over. I had a wonderful time.